Hello and welcome to Cup of Cully. I am your host, the best podcast host in the universe, Steve Cully. With me, as always, my gregarious, handsome Ooh. counterpart. Gregarious is really, it's kind of stuck now. You are, you're very social. You are, you're loquacious, I'll say a loquacious yeah. Josh Cup. Yeah, that's a repeat performer as well. I like them both though, so and that's good. the best of the group, Mr. Seiko Cup, <laughs> the three-fourths Cup. Hello. Happy to have you back. Tell we, me where we're at, Steve. Where are we at right now? Well, we are currently live at the Sangertown Mall. Which is it Sangertown I, Square? What is it? What's the Sanger, official name? I would Square. go as Sangertown Square. Sangertown Square. Square Mall. Yeah. Yeah. So and why is that important to us both? Well, we, we both spent so much time here mall walking. Did you say ample time? Ample. Ample a lot of time mall walking at the movie theaters at Hoyt's. Cinema. Yeah. We we covered my my first one of my first dates ever, April Fitzpatrick, when Harry met Sally right down yonder. Right down there. Me. Yeah. Hoyt Cinema. You may have, some of us may have had our first intimate kisses here. Come on. A little little nibbling on the lips. We don't oh, know. Look out. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. And uh, we got a lot of eyes on us right now. And Seiko's struggling a little bit because I know he's got ice cream coming from the ice cream place. I'm I'm struggling and with that too. He's not Seiko. even paying any attention. But that's okay. We're gonna get right in. We're gonna go after a little sports action right yeah, now. Yeah, we're, we're gonna jump right into it, Seiko. We're right. gonna jump right in. So you had a request on what? We had a request, Seiko, for you to predict the college football playoffs. And that is a big ask of you, Seiko. Yeah. But I know you're capable of doing it. Let's hit the one-four game first, okay? One-four game is Georgia, of course, facing off against Ohio State. Yep. And that um, line there is Georgia's almost giving a touchdown. Six and a hook there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have Georgia, a lot of college football, so I'm going to start you off. I know you're going to struggle with this a little bit. Georgia has a great overall team. They have a um, great offense, great defense. Their defense really shines. Um, they're at home. Six oh, they're, not, they're not at home. Obviously, this is, well, they're, oh, they're sort of at home because yeah, it is in Atlanta, yeah. so I'll give you that. But Ohio State travels very well. Yeah, they do. Meaning that a lot of their people will be there. Yep. Okay. Now, um, just because that's six and a half, what do you see for the back of that, Seiko? Um, the back of that is 62. That's a lot of points. Yeah, I mean, if, if Georgia has that good of a but defense. college football is always so high scoring. I don't, I just don't yeah, get it. Yeah, it's it's so high scoring. Very offense-centric, for sure. You are correct there. Yep. But, you know, Georgia has an incredible scoring offense. They run the ball well. They got a good running game, and they play defense. You know, they speed demon through a really difficult SEC schedule. Sure. And Ohio State, historically, they have struggled against SEC schools. You know, they have been in the playoffs. They have gotten by teams in the first round when they're not the SEC. Right. Well, what we're saying essentially there is, for all three of us to understand, the SEC has been thought of as being the dominant yeah. conference for probably a decade or maybe even a decade and change at this point. I think that's changing a little bit. I think there are there's some really good football being played elsewhere. But Seiko, come on, make a move. Make a move even if it's wrong. Yeah, what do you like there? So for the do you like the point spread? Do you like six and a half? I... I'm, I like Georgia there. You like That's Georgia there? I do. I do. Um, I just think OSU is not like fully rounded, but Georgia's just. In, I think Georgia is. Quick question. All right, come on. By a little gap. 
Right. A lot of words, we gotta team. get some meat off this bone here, okay? If Ohio State didn't didn't have such a terrible second half against Michigan a few weeks back, do you feel like there'd be a different situation? Do you, well, they wouldn't be the four seed, we would say that, right? Uh, yes, I think OSU would be the second seed and Michigan would be the fourth. I think it would just flip-flop. Right. Yeah. But yeah. you like Georgia, and what do you like at the back? 62. Um, 62. Wow. I love the one. under. I mean, yeah, you got to go very simple. If no. Georgia's defense is as good as they say, then how could you possibly think both teams would score 62 yeah, points? I yeah, I think that's on the dot. I they might Ohio's actually score really? 62 cycle. points. I'm, I'm so surprised by that. My lock there is the under, okay. and I hate the front end. All right? Yeah. All right, yep. so let's hit the other one. The 2-3 um, game. TCU so number three versus number two, Michigan. I think TCU is going to make a really good strike at it. I think that's going to be a field goal game. I think Michigan's going to win, but only by a field goal. So that um, line is seven and a hook. I think TCU is very underrated. Okay. They um, are, correct. Big 12. They're also undefeated like the other three teams. Um, I just think they're underrated. I think they'll come out and... At halftime, I think it probably will be tied, but I think Michigan's going to pull away with a win by field goal. Okay, so, so you I, think I that's a close game. So you like TCU I to love cover TCU. there? Absolutely. Yeah. Not to net cover, to with the points. You like yep. TCU with and the points there? the over-under is 58 and a half. I love the over. You love, love the over? I love the over. See, I no comment on the back. There's no incredible defense that everyone talks about in these in these two teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah well. I mean they both have solid defenses, but what everyone talks about is their offenses. But this is more this is more of just like uh, the the famous band Boston from the seventies. It's just having a feeling because we don't watch a ton of college football. Yeah we haven't I don't think any of us are really experts in any four of these no. teams. So this is more of just a take a swing. Just for fun. Make just a movie that's wrong. We're not we're not putting, you know, five big ones on it. But speaking of betting, Seiko, oh, what did we lay so a sizable bet on just about an hour and a half, two hours we ago? We were at Turning Stone randomly. Um, <laughs> of course you were. Well, so, on the way home, we were uh, at, so we were seeing Ted and Kit right, at the winery. At the winery, yeah. And we enjoyed that. You know, we got a little yeah. too sedentary, so we wanted to get up and <laughs> run so around. Run around. We, our team's the uh, Bulls, the Chargers. So we, we met Uncle Wes. Can we talk yes. can we talk about the story? So we met Uncle Wes and Aunt Lauren. And and the wonderful we, children. We, we, fi we figured not, we might. Your cousins. We figured we might as well put a little money on the Chargers. Why not? You're not, already there. Not, not for the game tonight, yeah. but to win the Super Bowl. I think that's put, a great pick. We put $50 on them, and it pays $1,400. If they were to great. win Their the odds Super Bowl. Their are plus uh, 2800 I mean, that's just crazy. Now, um, Josh, yeah. are the Bolts a lock for the playoffs? If they, if they win, win tonight win against in. the near hapless Indianapolis Colts, they will be in. And with Miami having an absolute yeah, disaster over the last month. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't just, right. trust me, I bet them yesterday. Yeah. I was not happy with that result. I, I was counting my money in the first half. And then, it, then our money went away really quickly. Yep. We donated yeah. that to the the Megan Fund out in the Finger Lakes. <laughs> <laughs> right, Seiko? Yep. I like Seiko it. now has ice cream. Let's give a little quick plug to what is this? Roll, roll, roll ice cream. So they, they make it in right. front of you or something like that. What's what's the situation, yeah. Seiko? Roll ice cream is pretty cool. It's like um. I asked him that question, folks. So that I am now reaching over and grabbing his ice cream to have a bite while he explains it. So. Ingenious. Like they, you pick whatever you want. Yeah. And then they have like heavy cream on like a little platform that's super cold, so it like freezes into this nice ice cream consistency, and then they kind of like roll it up. Right. It's actually really right. neat. Yeah. 
I like it. No, it's doing it right in front of you. But how fast is it? Do you feel like if it was busy there, they wouldn't be able to keep up? Do you think that's a smart marketing idea or no? Now, no, because there's only three spots to do it. Josh, yes. when you would come to oh, the yeah. food I, court. I love where you're going, baby. What was your go-to at the food court? Like, uh, like as I had my routine and I kind of stuck to it, I, I didn't really venture out. I just was curious, like, what, what your go-to was. I'm going to really cover the bases for you, but I'm going to do it very quickly. I'm yeah. going to do it like I am doing an auction. I'm an auctioneer, okay? Yeah, you're going to go So fast. China Express has been here for, what would you call it, 25 years? Yeah, that's the, that's the main one. Now, Ted and Ket never did any Asian cuisine with me at all. The first time I had any Asian food. Was it the Sanger Town I was at a Hooters tour event outside of uh, Atlanta in Goldsboro, Georgia, and my dad took me. I didn't play well, and he knew I was upset. Probably shot like 74, and the cut was looking like it was going to be like 143. So I was in trouble with the cut line. Teddy took me out to Asian food. He goes, let's try this. I'm like, what are you talking about? We don't do Asian food. We've never had Asian food. Like, yeah. Literally never had Asian food. That's up. when he threw it at you. He threw really? it at me when I had a crappy round of golf. <laughs> so we go, and I got sweet and sour chicken, which is the most non-Asian, true Asian right. cuisine thing. And That's I had it, and I loved it. And then that was it for me. I do probably Asian food once every two or three weeks now, and I love it. I love it, too. Yeah. So the diverse eating has happened later on in life for me. But yeah. the question is, one slice That's over at Sicilian Delight. Delight. Yep. That was it. Then I would have the cinnamon twist at Taco Bell. Oh, I did the all-star yeah. conglomerate. That's what I, I was similar. Yeah. And then for dessert, I would have a frosty from Wendy's. Wendy's. Wendy's used to be over there. And Wendy's used to be right where the roll roll ice cream is, right? I thought that was Taco but Bell. Taco Bell. TV was there. Where was the, maybe Wendy was there before Taco Bell? No. There was a Wendy's here. I'm I, sure. I, I think it's the smoothie bar. The smoothie bar used it to be. It was Wendy's TV. McDonald's was over here. McDonald's. Yeah. Nice Irish, Irish restaurant. Um, and I, I, I was Sicilian Delight too. Yeah. I was responsible for getting dollar slices at lunch for Sicilian Delight. Okay. Because you dropped the price at the place you were working at. I. We would come here. Our routine when we would go to lunch. Yeah. We would always go to Tony's. Yeah. Because. Frank Cristiano was our high school football coach. Of course. So we would always go there. Of course. One day a week we would come to the mall. Yeah. The owners of Sicilian Delight asked me, why don't more of you New Hartford kids come here for lunch? Yeah. And I said, it's just because your prices are too high. Yeah. I said, if you did dollar slices, the line would be out the door. Yeah. He said, really? I said, yeah, you have the best pizza. Yeah. And he said... Dollar slices. Tell all your friends. We're oh. doing it. Oh. Now, did he offer that to everyone? Or just everyone. Oh, wow. So, he had me spread the word. Mm -hmm. After that, the line would be out the door. Yeah. They, and they would be yelling, so dollar had, slices. So, they had to do it in volume then. Because yes. if they were charging a buck eighty-five or two bucks a slice. What were they charging, do you think, at that point? They were charging like two twenty-five. Wow. I think, a slice. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. high. Yeah. So, they, but they only did it during lunch. Only lunch. It was only lunch. They knew because we used to get out at 10.45. Okay. And we'd be right over here. The line would be almost out in the aisle there where Bosco's is. So your, your place was Tony's Pizza, correct? We went to Tony's because Frank coached all of right. us. He was now, our high school coach at Washington was, Mills. Did you guys have a deal for lunch called the Inflation Fighter? We did that. We had that. <laughs> we had that. Seiko's getting some of the cookie and 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 the ice cream in his mouth. Notice how Seiko's gotten very quiet on this podcast in the last five minutes when the <laughs> ice cream came. Very quiet. Seiko, you still with us? Uh -huh. 
Yep, notice that was not an actual word that came out because yeah. he's got too much ice cream. Zico, you're famous. You got a lot of eyes on you now. So we had what was called the inflation fighter. <laughs> fighter? It was two slices <laughs> and a you know soda pop, a soft drink. From where? From Tony's in Rome. Oh. Which is probably five blocks from the old his, RFA. Not yes. the new RFA. Not on. His cousin ran which, that. Okay. That's so you guys hilarious. didn't vote that? We had the inflation no. fighter. No, he did give us a deal for lunch. Yeah. He gave us a discount on subs. Yeah. We could get a large 12 sure. inch. Sure. For like five seventy five. Five seventy five. Because a lot of us, we would all get our our parents would give us five dollars for lunch. Right. We would get five dollars. Yeah. So he would he would make the subs for five seventy five, or you could get two slices and a soda. Two slices and a soda. For how much was that? For four dollars. Okay, so I'm guessing because I'm a hundred that that may have been for three dollars back in the day. Yeah. Can you imagine that now? Yeah. It just doesn't happen. He, he'd go bankrupt. The best you do now for two slices and a soft drink is probably six, six seven, seven bucks. Six, seven bucks easily. Yeah. Now they were always at the precipice of yes. giving really good deals. Do you yeah. like that word? Precipice? I don't know that word, but yeah. I'm going to try to use it. The leading edge. Does that mean on the cusp? At the top. Yeah, I think, yeah, yes. They're the cusp. Okay. Yes. They're always really the leaders and giving you uh, the, the most product for your hard earned cash. Let's right. say that. Right. Yeah. And I also I wanted to thank you on air publicly because I had a fantastic interaction with my future sister-in-law. Oh, nice. What are you doing? Talking about the podcast. Yeah, give me a little podcast. bit of that next. We talk, refresh on memory. So this is your brother's girlfriend. Girlfriend. Okay. And in, in the past, you haven't felt super great about that relationship. I think that's a nice way to say it. I, I, I'm happy for him. Yeah. I'm happy for sure, them. that they're happy, sure. I just felt like she she was trying too hard right. to win my affection. Your approval. Sure. She wanted me to like her. Sure. So And it but, bothered me. But can't you see the good in that? That she I, cared I, enough? I'm and, starting to now. Okay. And it comes from if it comes from a good place. It even, does. If, even if the result seems annoying or frustrating, it comes from a good place. You gotta get a pass. I you know what? Um, I was talking to my mother today mm -hmm. and mom said to me, yeah, she said, sure. you know, Stephanie told me, she's like, I know Steve doesn't like me. Oh. And I don't know what to do. And my mom was like, oh, no, he likes you. He's never said anything bad about you. And that, like, at least she knows mm -hmm. that that's kind of how I felt. Sure. But I tried to go over the top to be nice. I tried to meet her halfway. And she was. we were talking about the podcast. Your suggestion was to... to connect with her somehow some way about the podcast or even something that you might have in common Just right find some common ground to walk on so she listened to the podcast and loved it and christmas eve she said i want to be in a podcast i i would love to be on your podcast sure. and she asked if, if she could be interviewed mm -hmm. and i said you know what let's go with it mm -hmm. and she was so excited yeah uh, we talked a little bit, and like it's the most interaction I've had with her yeah. ever. And what did you find? I, I found how she met my brother. Mm -hmm. They they met through mutual friends. Sure, of course. Um, I found that it was a big. They've only they've been together two and a half years. Yeah. Um, it was a big decision for her to move in with my brother. Of course. She rents her house now. Now, how old are they? Matt is thirty six. Okay, and how old is she? She is thirty. 
Okay. Yeah. She's young. Close-ish. Uh, yeah. Close-ish. So, she talked about the relationship. She mm-hmm. talked about... Oh, they really got into it. Yeah. Yeah. She. We, we talked about marriage. Whoa. Because, uh, you know, I asked. Because yeah. I had her on and I had my cousin's girlfriend on. Wow. And Stephanie, I go, Stephanie, what are your plans? What would your hopes? What are your intentions with for my marriage? Brother? Like, what, where do you want to go with All right, this? Very good. And she said, I want to get married. I hope he proposes to me before New Year's. And Matt was right there. He was not. He didn't hear in the room. I had the door. But you did publish the podcast. I did. Yes, and he, has he, heard, he heard it. it. Yes, yes, yes. Is he now super? Stressed? stressed? Yeah, good word. I, I. Is he stressed that you? No, I don't think I he was be, surprised. I would be. Completely freaked out if that showed up on a podcast. She I said, would be, "Yeah, yeah." I would well, not sleep. Listen, she said, listen. "I want to get married today." We talk very intimately on this podcast because yep. of the four people that listen, and uh, I think we're up to nine now. No, I told we we hit a big I'm milestone. We hit a big milestone. Five hundred. Five hundred. So, yes. But the thing is, we have no problem talking about things that are close and dear. And right? let me tell you this because. Um, this was an issue, yeah. and you as a women's study major, oh, you would yeah. understand this. Sure. Stephanie works for the state. She's a state. I'm not going to say what she does. She's sure. a state employee. Mm-hmm. And we talked about how the state does not provide maternity leave mm. for their workers. Right? FLMA or whatever it's called. Okay. You have to accrue PTO and sick time and take all that that Hmm. to have a kid. And that was something we talked about that really stresses her out because she would want to have them close together Uh and not like have a gap. But you would have to because you would need to accrue enough time to have adequate maternity. Yeah. So can you believe that? Like the you know There should be maternity and paternity leave. Uh, Yeah, and they don't don't think the state doesn't do that. Yeah, that is that's very intriguing. That yeah. might be a whole other podcast. That's why. I, that's but you why learned I all the up. things that they had concerns over. Yep. And you felt closer to not just your brother's girlfriend, but you probably felt closer to your brother. Yeah. You so know, I bet that worked out nicely. It, it really did. It really did. And we had a great Christmas. Uh huh. Last year, I made her cry on Christmas. Oh, that's quite the opposite of this year. This year was this. She loved the gifts. They got yeah. me great gifts. Yeah. And it was really like. A bridge to having a, a good relationship with them. That's top notch. Um, she really connected with Kelly, and they are now friends on Instagram. Very important. And they are, <laughs> you know, texting each other. Good. And so I, I owe you a big time because yeah. had I not made that, you know, reach to her, uh-huh. the extending the olive branch, it, yeah. it could have been toxic. Yeah. That's you know? great. It, it is great. Yeah, it we never great. want to get to toxic. That's a tough word. Yeah, you know, it's just because you know. Just uncomfortable. I think that might be a better one. I don't think you would ever try it, to burn, it, no, burn something down. No, I mean, you're right. Uncomfortable. But yeah. you know, because you have brother in laws, sister in laws, yeah. and it, it, it's it's a dicey, delicate situation. Because, you know, it can be. Uh, I've just never family. gotten to that level. I've no, never, I you feel haven't. Like, not like I did. No. And the thing is, it's tough for me. I mean, I technically. I work with Johnny, my older brother. Correct. And we have we over ten years that now I've been doing the Thirsty Owl stuff. I mean, almost zero times have we had any issue that's work related or that 
you know, was maybe exacerbated by the fact that we worked together. Like, we've had no issue. No, you have a very good relationship, and that's not easy. That's not easy, and especially in that one, because you have an established, really nice business business. in the Finger Lakes. Then you have one that's up and coming, and they're like, well, I hope this guy has no idea how to run a restaurant or knows nothing about wine. Because it's their brand. Yeah, it's their brand. They worked a lot of time. They worked for, you know, a decade before I even started it there. Right, right. So now they're over two decades, and I'm sneaking up completing my first. So... It's really neat. I think it's worked out really well. Yeah, you've always had a good relationship. And the problem with me is I am not always delicate. I am not mm-hmm. always, you know, empathetic. I mm-hmm. kind of will say what's on my mind. Yeah. And I'm, I'm learning that that's not the best way to communicate. Well, there's value in that. And that's what you said, too. You said communication is paramount to any relationship. There's value in the tell it like it is. Sure. When right. it's something like, oh, I'm a big Baltimore Orioles fan. And right. you're like, oh, Orioles, when's the last time they won a game? 1926? Like, that's okay. That's fine. I mean, you're talking about something that doesn't matter. But when you're talking about someone's personality, you know, how um, smart someone's kids are, or how athletic someone is, or if if you're touching anything that you know might... You know, strike a chord or it's touch personal, on right. some nerve endings, then you you can't be tell it like it is all the time. Let me ask you this, because you and I both coached. Yep. When you were a coach, mm-hmm. were you a direct, hard, tell it like it is kind of coach, or were you kind of taking this? Seiko knows, because we just listen. The real reason. I, I'm just curious, curious about your philosophy. So we were in Sangertown today because they've got the Utica, the Blue, Blue Sox. Sox Academy. Yeah. And they have these beautiful indoor um, uh, cages to hit in, and you can pitch it yourself. I think they have some pitching machines, and then there's always a ton of um, of the girls playing soft softball, and it's just a really cool place to be. I knew I wanted to see you around the holidays, and I just thought it was a pretty good time to kind of come in. a better in. place. Yeah, and it's, I mean, just miles from your house. So I thought that was a pretty cool hang. And then the chance to do a podcast This here. is, uh, uh, yeah, we're first. We're the only ones that ever do this. But, like, so to get back to that, so so when you asked, was I kind of like, an, am I like an 80s tough love coach, or am I, like, you know, participation trophy coach? I am uh, certainly yeah. the former. I am the same. And Seiko, Seiko understands that because we just, we're struggling a little bit where he's kind of stepping in the bucket a touch, and he's having a tough time because of that with the outside half. Right. You know, hitting yeah. the outside half of the plate. Pushing it to the opposite. Yeah, field. so. I'm trying to get him to go to right field with that pitch, and he's rolling he's it over, it, yeah. or he's not even swinging at it. He, he lunges a little bit. I think it's well, a little you're, bit you're meant to step. Yeah, and, and I think that probably football is your strength. Baseball, I think you know and love as well. Not but like you do. The yeah. swing has changed. Yeah, it has. How which they I teach was, it. I was shocked to hear that. Yeah, swinging up at the ball and not the level. Right. Swing it up, you want to match, you want to match the trajectory that the pitch is coming in. And even when they throw it 95 in the bigs, it still has a downward trajectory to it. Right. Especially after 50 feet, those last 10 feet, it starts to come down a little bit. Especially if you have an off-speed pitch. You throw a change-up or a curveball, that's a pretty good arc that that thing's coming in on. But Sika, what was our favorite book that we read about two years ago and that changed things Uh, for us? Swing Kings. Swing Kings was a fantastic Let me tell you something. If you like baseball, even a five on a scale of one and ten, if you read this book, you'll really get into it. They talk about about Aaron Judge a lot in there. And there's like three or four guys that taught this around the country. And a lot of them started in Southern California. There's a couple other guys around, but... They really teach you to swing up at it and just to get quick to that ball. And so that the, the longer the bat is in the strike zone, the better. And the, and the more 
the more it's on the plane of the pitch that's coming in is what you're looking to do. You're looking yeah. to not lift the ball. That's not right. Just to match the plane that the ball is coming in. But on. if you do that, naturally, yeah. you're going to hit home runs. You, you'll you're hit gonna it in the air. Line more. drives. And yeah. And so everything you knew when you watched the movie Major League was wrong. I know. Because he tried to get Willie Mays Hayes to hit it on the ground. Anytime he hit it in the air, so, he had to do push-ups. Yeah, they made him do 10 push-ups. But he was an old school coach. Yeah. That big burly guy. Right? I love him. And he was a very likable character, but he was teaching the swing wrong. Right. Even for a speedster. Yeah. If you hit it on the ground, the chance of you getting a base hit are significantly less. And your slugging percentage will go down because you can't hit any home runs You're not gonna as knock ground it, yeah. balls, right? Yep, 100%. Okay. So we, we got that picked out, and that was a good bit of baseball IQ stuff. That's fun to talk about. No, it is, and, it, and I learned something because yeah. I said the same thing. I was saying, dude, you you got you to gotta swing down at the ball, and you're like, no, 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 that's not how we're yeah. doing things. Yeah. you got to match the plane and swing up. Right now his step is a little bit long. He, yeah, he looks like he lunges a little Steps bit. Step's a little bit long, and then his hips aren't... He's they got to stay back. Well, no, we want his hips to go up, up and right. his torso to be tilted so that makes it easier to swing up. Yeah, you got to bring your hips But I'll tell you what, when you get home tonight or even when you're in the car... I have the, the video, yeah. I want you to watch Aaron Judge. Like, it's clearly, yeah. he takes a step, his hips tilt, and he tries to lift it and hit it in the air. Now, let me ask you quickly uh, about pitching. Yeah. Because he was humming it in there. Yeah, yeah. He's got an arm. Yeah. Um, I saw that the location was very important. Yep. You were moving the ball on the corners, yep. and he was hitting those spots. Mm -hmm. I saw the curveball. Mm -hmm. The curveball had a very good uh, covering the strike zone and then breaking down. Correct. And then he, was he working on a changeup, too? Um, no changeup. No change In fact, up. we okay. took a pitching lesson there about a year yeah. ago, and... And the guy that was teaching him gave him a really good grip on the changeup, and he threw a few of them that were gorgeous. Well, like I, a circle change, or what, what kind? Only like three out of like 20 I could get in the strike zone. The yeah, other ones I just... So he struggled with the location on the change. Right. But then you the, don't... the three times I got it perfect, I mean, that they thing dropped. was killer. A good changeup is not only just slow coming at you slower, and you're looking for like an eight or nine mile an hour differential between your fastball yeah. and your changeup, but it also, if it's thrown well, it just tumbles. It just kind of drops. It's almost so like a, it gets to the plate, correct, and, and then it plummets. Correct. Right. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, and that's a good pitch. We'd love to have him have that, but to have two pitches that you can command. His curve is is pretty nice. effective. It is. Yep. And yep. the curve, let me ask, you, is somewhat like a changeup, right? Because it's not coming at the same speed as his as his correct. fastball, right? So it has. It's just an off-speed yeah. pitch, essentially. Because it's really hard when you have small hands and you're not rotating it that fast because you're not strong enough yet. Right. It's hard to get it to break too much, but if it can just come in there eight or nine miles an hour slower, that's what we're looking for. Now, you were, I, I was just listening, you were saying 01, 02, were you saying like the count at the plate you're, yes. you're simulating? So then the the further we get up in the, in the count, yeah. the more we can kind of pitch off the plate and get them to chase. Or pitch on the very edges of the strike zone so you get weaker contact. So That's all oh, we're doing. Yeah, so 01, you're going to try to miss, or 02, you're going right. to give them a miss right. to try to get them to chase. And it's not just about working in and out. It's not just like, okay, we hit them with a curveball on the outside corner, so yeah. we're going to bust them inside with a fastball. But right. if, we, if we hit the edge on the curveball, yeah. then... Or let's say let's say we hit the edge on the fastball, okay? If we hit the edge on the fastball, now, because we hit the outside corner to a righty, if we're not even outside black, if half the ball's on the white, half it's on the black, okay? If we, this is important, Seiko, pay attention. If we start it there and we get a called strike or he swings and misses, yeah. now I can throw a curveball that starts there and ends and up goes. six inches off the plate. Right, way off. 
which he's not even gonna be able to reach. Right. But it looks like a strike yeah. until it's halfway there, then it goes off the plate. So we're gonna get him to chase that. So we get to use... But my issue is, you can't call the game for him. Oh, I can. Oh, okay, because that's I, what I was I wondering. I coach his rec league. So he plays okay. essentially four seasons. He plays spring yeah. stars, summer all-stars, which is the real legit one, where right. if they go far enough, they can make it to you know Williamsport. So the catcher isn't the one calling. But we tell the catcher what oh, to put do. down. Oh, you do? Okay, that's what I was asking. And then when I coach yeah. him in rec, I yeah. just call the signs from the dugout. Okay. I just tell him, you know, one, two, five, five. So one of them is the location. So it's like the first one number. is here, two, three, four, five, six, seven, That's eight, nine. Crazy. So anything really? odds a fastball, anything evens a curveball, then the location. So it's one and number. No one for, knows this. It's one well, we're giving it away. Right, but then I can change that up however yeah. I see fit. So it's right? one number for the location Correct. and the pitch. And then the next That's number. That's amazing. I think it's fun. So but I always like to go to do the pitch pitch first. Like so you go one three. One would be low and inside to yeah. a righty, and three would be a fastball. Because it's three, an odd number. a five, and a seven are all fastballs. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right? That's a cool system. Yeah. Yeah, now, I think it's really cool. Just that, let me ask you quickly. In the major leagues, yes. do the coaches call the pitches to Yeah, the a lot of times they do. They do? Yeah, okay. you'll see the catcher look over to the dugout. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Tico, yep. what is your favorite pitch? You, you like I the curve now? I throw a sidearm curveball that it's just super fun. Uh, it's probably moves what? Four inches ish? Yeah, four to six if you throw it well. I can throw it back door or on the outside. It's just a fun pitch to do sidearm. All right. Well, I know we got to wrap things up. We can get a couple minutes. You have you one, get one more topic. Anything else? Uh, I'd like to just briefly touch on the NFL. NFL, yeah, yeah. besides the Bolts. Oh, no movies. Well, we. we Okay, but we, we want to do. do you, what, what are we, we gonna do? So, are we doing bridges next time? I I watched bridges, and you thought I melted. I thought that was great. The how about the I pickup truck scene? I don't want to get into it now. I just want to like say emotional. Like talking about it to me is an emotional thing. I just want to say that, and I don't mean any disrespect to the Notebook. <laughs> it's okay. You know how I feel about the Notebook. The bridges. So we're Bridges, talking about Bridges of Madison County. Bridges, it, to me, is equal, it's in my opinion, when Harry Met Sally was one, Brokeback Mountain was two, Notting Hill was three for me. Yeah. And the notebook was four. I would put Bridges up at one and one A with when Harry Met Sally. That's big time. I was just... I know you like that. I know you cared for I that. really loved when yeah. Harry Met Sally. Yeah. And Bridges is... is I, what, it exceeded my expectations. Sure, sure. I did not have high expectations going in. Yeah. I'm thinking Clint Eastwood, Meryl Streep, yeah. Love Story. Come on. Blah. Right? No way. Yeah. But you they, were pleasantly surprised. I think it covers so, yeah, we'll talk about a that. lot of really So, Bridges next time. We're going to talk yeah, we about that. Yeah, we got to do Bridges for sure. And then let's put up Seiko. Give me a movie or two that you think we, we would enjoy oh, next time. This Don't is on the spot. On the spot. We, we've not Come talked on, about man. this. What do you got? Uh, you know. <laughs> Steve, you got anything? I. What did we? What did? What are the requests? We had one other request. Oh no! For sleepless, oh. sleepless in Seattle. See, was, this is where was the request? As when you when you're one of the two names on the podcast, <laughs> I think you get a veto, and I think I'm gonna go veto. Yeah. Because I listen, you can't make two uh, well, dudes well, just. You can't keep pounding us with romantic movies. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Well, well I mean, the, the, the one that I would go to... That Are you, you thinking right now? We're you, trying to buy you I'm time. I'm trying. Okay. You well, talked I, I about think of any. Manchester. Manchester by the Sea. I have not seen that. That is quality. I would do that. That is high quality. I would do that. Yeah. Because yeah, you, your picks have been out of the park. Oh, nice. Thanks. The audience pick with the notebook was not Yeah, they're replacement great. level players in the I mean, Major we, League Baseball. I mean, we game. did it because we want to please our audience. Yeah. I thought Brokeback Mountain was a good pick. It was fantastic. I really did. Yep. Um, um, Bridges was awesome. Sequel. I have, Pipe I up have here. a couple new ones. That, well, one new one that I have. Top Gun Maverick. If you haven't seen that. I have not seen Top Gun. That We can you, do what? that. You haven't seen Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, Seiko, you, can, you can watch it right at home. Man. You can watch it right at home. I will watch it. It's on Paramount. Uh, Paramount. Yeah, it Paramount? is. It's Paramount? on Paramount like Plus. It's um, you are right. It's on Paramount Another Plus. one. I know you're probably going to scream at me for this. I am. Richie Rich. Are you kidding me right now? No, it's yeah, a good movie. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're not doing we're not doing Richie Rich. That's with Macaulay Culkin. Uh, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, we're that not one. We're not doing that one. I'm Seiko sorry. is getting vetoed. Seiko, yeah, Seiko is getting no dinner. Was great. No dinner tonight. Maverick was incredible. All right, so we'll go Bridges, and then you if, if people want to throw in a comment, I want to do Manchester. Manchester by the Sea is really good. I will good. do that. But I want to get I want to get the audience involved too. I want to give them a chance to. But come on, guys. Listen, I'm going to say it right now. We've had enough of romance movies. Not enough. So what, are we, what enough are we looking them, but for then? I don't if know. It's, it's not a good romance. Film. Like it's drama. Good film. Okay. Guys, no, I, I struggle with suspense and crime movies, though. i got to be oh, honest. Oh, and by the way, shout out. How bad are the Broncos? No. You went right back to sports, huh? Uh, You really cluttered that up. That's not a good segue, Seiko. Not a good segue. You are right, though. Now, listen. Listen, the Broncos. He's done with his ice cream. Now, all of a sudden, he's he's back involved. The Broncos should blame themselves because they went out and traded the farm for Russell Wilson. (laughs) And he is worse than Davis Mills. No offense. Davis Mills is a fifth-round pick in his second year, and you are correct. Russell Wilson right now is trending worse than he is. Uh. Now, I don't 100% put it on him. Um, I think the expectations for the people around Russell Wilson were way too high. His receivers, his running game, the line has been abysmal this year. Yeah, they're they tough to watch. I watched... You know, he's he's pressing. He's trying too hard, and he's making bad decisions because of it. I think he feels the weight of it, and I think he he isn't healthy. No. And he's trying to fight through it because, you know, he's getting $50 million. This team brought him in to win a championship, and they, they can't, you know, win five games. I would love to see an athlete that gets paid top dollar, performs horribly, and gives money back, not to the organization, because I don't to care. A charity. I don't care about how some rich owner gets paid. Yeah, they don't need it. Yeah, some charity. Yeah, yeah. Like no, all those, I, all those fans nice. that you let down horribly by your performance, and we they it, get to pick the charity that you donate. It, like if if he's if he's making, is that another Chargers fan seeker? We've seen two of them today. That are us. I, it's crazy. Are we in time. LA? Is Sangertown Mall now in Los Angeles? This is the first time I've seen two Chargers fans in like back to back. Do you smell that? Probably it, four it, years. it smells like a Chargers fan. Does no, Chargers fans I, smell the, that. Remember I, when I told you there was an odor at the Sangertown Mall? Oh, what is what is the odor? I'm mean, so curious what you're gonna say. Oh, right I, I smell just a hint of marijuana. Oh. 
You don't smell that, Seek huh? and I would have no idea what that <laughs> yeah, smells like. Yeah, I don't like. know what it smells like. I either. don't Burning know. rope, they say. Yeah. It smells so, like burning rope. All right. Let me ask you this, then. Um, yeah. We also... Geno Smith is kind of trending down, too, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. The Cinderella, the... the the, it's midnight. The yeah. clock hit midnight. Yeah, it, it's not all on him, but they they started out like six and three, and now I believe they're seven, seven and eight seven? or seven, seven and yeah. seven and eight. Seven and eight. Yeah, they're seven and eight. He plays well against the bad teams. Poor teams. You're right. You're right. You know, he was I an MVP why. candidate, and it's the same thing though with him. You know, teams didn't have a lot of film on him. Because he didn't play, and that's my opinion. They they can game plan for him once you see him on tape. And you know when he played against the 49ers, which have arguably one of the best or at least best three defenses, defenses in the league. Right. He had a 70% completion rate in that game, he and he threw one efficient. touchdown and no picks. Very efficient. But he didn't go downfield. He no. didn't. He didn't make them he, spread he, their offense. Yeah. He didn't the little spread dinky the passes, and Everything you could was still underneath. you could still really pack that box and yeah. beat up the run, which is what they did. Yeah. They took the run away. And he can't. He's not going to make you pay. Yeah. You can complete 70% of your passes. He's if, not going to throw it downfield. If they're for four yards. That ain't gonna hurt but I, I mean, dude, I don't think they have a great receiving core. Yeah. Um, if they have DK, but I feel like Metcalf, that's, a, they have that's him, about he's, it. But he's been injured. Yeah. And if you know, if they had someone like the guy you always put over Seiko, Justin Jefferson, Jay Jettas, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they had someone like him, I think that would make the difference. Yeah. Um, you want to touch on I mean, the Bills, Giants? I know the Bills had a big win. Giants, Giants had a still, tough, tough loss. Yeah, but they're still kind of hanging around. They're they still are. remaining irrelevant. They are. But the Jets have really taken a left, taken yeah. a left turn at Albuquerque. They are yeah. mortifying. Yeah, right now. it's the, you know what, and there's questions now about the future of the quarterback position. Yeah. Do you stick with Zach Wilson? I nope. Mean, has he had it? And White's terrible. I know that you seem to like him, but if you I look do. at his numbers, they're terrible. They are terrible. They are. You need to go outside the organization, and you are now talking about what? Who are our leading candidates that we know are on one year or well, on the you, last year? We talked about Geno Smith. Yep. Maybe a return Lamar to Jackson. New York. Lamar would, Jackson. Would, when Geno left New York, I don't know the answer to this. Was he super grumpy about having been there? Were people pulling him out of there? Like, yes. what was the sitch? Correct. So he probably never wants to come back there again. I think he So would, Lamar would, would have a better chance to be a Jet. They're they talking about went, Jimmy, Jimmy G coming there. Yep, they want Garoppolo. He's a free agent, too. I don't know. I don't think that he's the answer. I think, in my opinion, the NFL, has, they give up on quarterbacks a little bit well, sooner than they should. a New York audience would do because that. Because... Now with the structure of the draft, mm -hmm. you know, before those first round picks would get paid a fortune. Yeah. Twenty million dollars. Yeah. So they franchises would stay with those quarterbacks longer. Right. Now with the rookie scale, yeah. you can move You're on. Four or five million dollar they're, deal. They're quicker to move on yep. after two or three years because yeah. it's a four year with the option for a fifth. I would I would wager to say that there is not a quarterback or that's three currently years on the Jets roster that will be in New York next year. No, Flacco will probably be gone. I mean, Mike White can kick around. I mean, he, he can, you know, yeah, he can win kick you a game. For me. I don't think he's that good. No, they he's, like not a, he's not a starter. He could be a backup, but he, he is not your long-term answer there. But, like, I, I don't – this quarterback class coming out isn't fantastic. You know, I think it's either. Yeah, but you got guys that you got are the free agent. Free or, agents. Yeah, I think that's that. Lamar would be the Jackson. Way they go. Did you see him in New York, Seiko? 
Uh, I don't think so. That's a touchy situation too because um, he hasn't been great this year. He's um, not been playing. He's not been playing. Well, yeah, I know he's been hurt, but yeah. that's that's um, part of the issue because of the way he's style. If you're the Jets, I think you sell uh, Zach. You and can't get a penny and a ball in for him. You couldn't get a sack of footballs for Zach Wilson right now. <laughs> I think you sell a good defensive player and Zach and see what you get for that. And then you use that to get a quarterback. Yeah. So you're I just, saying... I release Zach Wilson. Can you do that? In baseball, yes, you, just, can, you just flat out release They people. can release him, but they'd have to pay him. Um, Throughout they, the, they, whole, the whole contract? I don't they, think so. I think it's just the... No, you cut him. They're gone. I cut him. Yeah. I'm done with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And I don't even like the Jets. I mean, he, I, I, I commiserate for the Jets. He downside guarantee, but that, that's it. They, they could cut him. Yeah. I think that's happened before. Josh Rosen got cut. Um, so that's not unprecedented. I, and that's like what people are saying. Yeah. People are saying that Wilson should be gone. Yeah. And I, I don't, I, man, I like him. Do you? I do like him. I don't think he has a lot around him. Yeah. And, you know, and they, they have that. such a I'm good not defense, that, man. I watched him throw a couple passes today. No, he was bad. He had a guy this deep. Game, he was he had bad. a guy deep who was around the 10-yard line, and he threw it. He was open moving forward at the 10, so he needed to throw at the goal line. Yeah. And he threw it to about the 13. Yeah. He had to come back for it. And he had a full head of steam. He had his momentum going forward, and he threw it from about the forty. Yeah, I could not believe that. It, it, I know that's not. I know that he can throw it for the night. I agree with you. But he had his momentum going forward. He threw it thirty-eight an yards. NFL it was should, tough yes, to watch. I agree with you. I agree with you. And that was the. What do you got, Seiko? You got. You're looking at me. Yeah, he just. He's not your guy. Yeah, we don't need to talk about Zach Wilson anymore. Yeah. What? One more thing. Yes, sir. If I have to hear any more about Tom Brady, oh, coming back in overtime, that was a pathetic football game played by pathetic players. He, that was a crappy game. And you called this like week three. Okay. You called this that his head was messed up yeah. because of Giselle. He's got. And then it came out like three weeks later, yes, his head is messed up because of Giselle. Yeah. You called it first, and I have documentation of that. Yeah. And I thought you were nuts when you first said I'm not it. Even, I'm not even I don't know how you picked that up. But what I, what I'm, what, more of what I'm saying is, it's like they will talk about how Tom Brady yeah, because captained he, them to he a victory in overtime. Out. After I don't know if he completed half his passes. He they was were, so He had a bunch bad. of Zach Wilson throws where oh they just didn't God. reach. They just didn't reach. And it was like, oh, the win of the year. He, he brought us back. And I'm like, you know, if that's what you're going to hang your hat right. on, you got One trouble. question for you guys before we send it off here. What quarterback between these two are you more annoyed having to hear about anymore? Tom Brady? Aaron Rodgers. Or Aaron Rodgers? Seiko Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, because he just thinks... He makes a bad throw. He thinks, "Oh, it's not my fault. It's yeah. not my fault." He yeah. makes a he throw that's twelve yards off. He goes, "No, that's the wire receiver's fault." Was it Shaggy that said it? It wasn't me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't me. That's like he should do <laughs> do a version of that song. I mean, he just blames <laughs> it on it everybody. And like once in a while, he'll pat his chest and go, oh, "That's on me." But but I tell you what, once. when he throws it to the right person, he'll let you know. Yeah. He's like, mm, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. let's go." Yeah, I mean, it's so crazy. funny to watch him right after the game when someone gets up with him in an interview. He's, he's like the most happy-go-lucky. Then they go, they kick it back in the studio, and they're like, "Oh, he's really got that 
you know, zipping a step, and he really, yeah, he just won the game. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. yeah. If he loses that game, He's gonna, he looks like he'd rather go home and play Fortnite. Which he probably does. I would agree uh, with you there. He's like yeah. a Kyler Murray cop. Right, so we're all in, we're all in agreement. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's tied for first for annoying quarterbacks right now with Tom Brady. I, and I've I, yeah. never had an issue with Tom Brady. I mean, I'm Aaron Rodgers. Never had, a, never had an issue. But last night, Teddy, my dad, mentioned He's like, they're going to talk about how he won this game. And if he had a night that was even a B minus, they would have won that game in regulation by two touchdowns. Easily, easily. Oh, um, he looked bad. Is Teddy still hot at me about the Christmas? I yeah, gotta get him if, you, if you, you don't have a gift for him <laughs> soon, I'm he will be, be very from the out. Very upset. Very upset. Um, All right, let's uh, let's send it out of here. Kids. Aaron Rodgers, I agree with you though, because yeah. he just looks disinterested. Mm-hmm. And Tom Brady, at least, I feel like he's trying yeah. and is pushing. All right, All right folks, Seiko. But just before you sign up, what I want to do right now is I want to do this. We're at Sangertown. I am sipping out of a soft drink from Sicilian Delight. Yeah, I'm going to go get a pizza. And I want to see if it makes that sound you make when there's no no beverage left. You know, it's like, you know, it's it kind of makes that noise. Yeah. Sure. Let me see if I can get that sound okay, so that we can understand Sicilian Delight. All right, Mr. Delight. Anyone could did you pick that up? Yeah, yes, very, very much so. faintly. Yes, I, I picked just want to get Sicilian delight in there. Everyone heard it. All right, very good. All right, Seiko, send it off. You ready, brother? All right. Yep. Remember, when, when life, life gives, gives you lemons, lemons don't, don't make lemonade. lemonade. Take, take two oranges and throw it back at life. <laughs>